his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Tuesday, June 7th. And it's Election Day across the Bay Area. Many important votes will be cast in important races, but there is none bigger. Make no mistake about it. Then the recall election against San Francisco District Attorney Chesa Boudin. All eyes across the nation will be watching this because of the significant implications it could mean for the upcoming midterm elections in November and beyond. Joining me to help break this down and understand why this is so significant, not just here in San Francisco and the Bay Area, but across the country, is our KCBS insider, Phil Mateer. Phil, I want to start kind of bigger, broader, outside of San Francisco. This election, this recall election for Chesa Boudin, is one of the top national stories. And depending on which news outlet you're reading or watching, the conversation's very different. Conservatives will say, look at liberal San Francisco is even drawing the line in this very progressive prosecutor. Uh, in New York and other more liberal cities like San Francisco, the conversation seems to be more like, oh, well, gosh, what could this potentially mean for us and, and perhaps who gets put on ballots in the coming elections? What do you make of how this will be perceived nationally? Well, I think both of them are uh, pretty accurate. It's just the two sides of the same coin. What we have here is a big question about America in terms of not only judicial reform, but also the overarching arc of the pendulum, which way is it swinging right now? And that's what uh, voters are going to be looking at tomorrow, and the results are finally in on this. It's a big question today, and the national media is looking at it. I mean, basically, there are two stories out there. One is, uh, is the pendulum on uh, criminal justice reform and uh, political correctness swinging in a different direction? And two, how does Donald Trump do uh, mm. in terms of uh, his candidates and where they stand? Those are the two stories out there. Right. And then you know, one of the, the big stories here in San Francisco is how we got to this point and a couple of sides to that coin. One is uh, Chesa Boudin's uh, record, his resume, if you will, his proof of performance on the job. And the other is the financing of this recall campaign. Let's start there. Uh why is it so controversial, the groups that have poured the most money into this to make it happen? Why, why is that such a sore spot for progressives? Well, it's, just, it's always a sore spot for progressives. Uh, if they feel like they're on the underside of the polls, they always point to the money coming in on the other side. <laughs> Come on, Matt. We've, we've seen this before, oh, yeah. uh, whether it's, it's – it's, Mayor London Breed, or whether it's the school board election. I remember the school board recall was yeah. the Republican recall. We saw it recently with the governor and Gavin right. Newsom. Very recently <laughs> in Sacramento. <laughs> we, we, you know, that's the that's the playbook. And it, and it's as old as, as as politics. I mean, there's an old saying down at the courthouse. It says, "If if uh, the law's not on your side, argue the facts." 
If the facts aren't on your side, argue the law. If neither the facts or the law are on your side, call the other side a son of a bitch as many times as you can and hope to swing the jury. <laughs> and that's what, you know, basically what we do in politics as well is if and, and the facts are that uh, Chesel Boudin was a forefront of the progressive uh, reform movement almost by chance. You have to remember that uh, George Gascon was actually the, the forerunner, uh, the previous district attorney of San Francisco, who moved on to Los Angeles and has gotten himself into similar hot water down there. The question is, is, is the progressive reforms, are they too much? Have they gone too far? And, but there's also an underlying story here that both sides are, are, are trying to, to underplay or neglect because they don't come comfortably under the banner that each side is waving. And that is that in most of these cases of the recall, there's a genuine question of competence. It was one thing when Chester Bodine uh, ran for uh, district attorney of San Francisco. What was he running on? He was running on the word uh, judicial reform and the idea of ending mass incarcerations and uh, uh, other changes to the system uh, in, in, in the world. The thing is, in San Francisco, most of those reforms had already been implemented. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, well, what are you going to change here? And the other part that got him in there was his, you know, quote-unquote story, his narrative. That's uh, what a lot of people like. Oh, he's the child of uh, uh, the members of the Weather Underground. Right, he spent right. his early years growing up visiting his parents in prison where they were doing, uh, being incarcerated for having a been involved in a deadly armed uh, uh, car robbery uh, to f finance a revolution that never happened. So it was a very gripping story. What people weren't looking at was in his resume. And it's one thing if you're going to change the course of something, but you got to know how to man the ship. You've got to know what you're doing. And Chester didn't. Right. I mean, it, he just he just did not have an experience. It would take an very experienced prosecutor to successfully change the course of the prosecutorial system. Instead, what we have is somebody that didn't have experience, brought in a whole bunch of public defenders who didn't have experience, but were wearing the right jerseys, and implemented a lot of uh, sort of sweeping reforms that didn't apply well to all cases. Not everybody should have been let out on bail. Not everybody should go into diversion. All those things he implemented by mandate, and Gascon did down in Los Angeles, and they both got into hot water as a result of it. And even those who favor what Chesa Bodine stands for aren't happy with the way it was implemented, and that's got him in trouble as well. So if we look ahead at what's next, if if this recall election is successful, who are some of the the names that are being bandied about in, in terms of, of replacing him? And, and that decision is made how? That decision is made by uh, London Breeze. She's the mayor, and so that's what puts Chester Bodine at a, a difficult situation versus, let's say, Gavin Newsom. When Gavin Newsom ran, uh, was, was under a recall, and the nation was watching, he, they managed, it moved from a recall uh, mandate on Gavin Newsom to a mandate on Larry Elder and uh, conservative Republicans, who were those most in line to replace him. So what we had was, if not me, then them. And that was a, a course, a changing course that Californians weren't going to go for. It would have been, it might have been a different story if instead, if it would, Gavin Newsom was going to be replaced by, let's say, another Democrat like uh, Elaine Kuliakis, the uh, lieutenant governor, 
his people wouldn't have liked that race too much. If Gavin was running against himself. Jessica Bodine is running against himself. And so London Bree. The possibles are, uh, you know, there are Nancy Chung. Uh, there are uh, there are other people out there that are former prosecutors. Um, I, I suspect that she's going to pick somebody with um, not too much of a political past, someone that uh, we can do the job and get it done. Um, but right now, they've deliberately downplayed any selection or any possible selection because London Breed does not want it to be about her pick. She wants it to be about Chesa Bodine. Now, there is also the macro story of were the reforms too much too soon? This is the same group and some that, you know, got caught up in the deep on the police, reimagined policing. That's changed. That's not only changed in San Francisco, but in Los Angeles, in Seattle, in Portland, in a lot of places. So a lot of people are looking at this locally. There's going to be a new district attorney in San Francisco. Nationally, there will be a question about whether this, where does this stand in terms of the Democratic platform going ahead? And are the Democrats in touch with the electorate? And even in San Francisco and California, there is a rejection of, of, of the uh, progressive movement yet again. Mm-hmm. That, that's really where we're going to see changes. It's going to be fascinating to watch it unfold. Phil Matier, KCBS Radio Insider, thank you so much for the terrific insight. Appreciate it very much, as always. Let's see what uh, the election brings, because, you know, there's an old San Francisco saying, when it comes to politics, it ain't ever over. And thank you for listening. New episodes of Bay Current are out every day, and we'd love to be part of your daily routine. You could subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.